The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. Players' Lounge time. Hold on, hold on. Here we go. We ready now. We ready. Here we go. All right. All right. Now we go. Now it's official. All right. We're going to brawl right here. Let's right do now. it. Let's On do the players' lounge brought to you by Tostitos with Heckman Harris, former Cowboys safety, Barry Church. Mm-hmm. He is the reality star, the national champion, our hero. <laughs> <laughs> Knew he hosted again. Yeah, he's back. He's back. He's back. I and I, I, I really it's my hero. You know what, man? Heckman, look what I, what I broke. I had, I had to go buy some. Look at him. That's right. Oh, he's going to take him off now. Yeah. 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 Oh. Oh. Two phones. Two phones. Okay, so, so what, right. what happens is you get hazed on this show, okay? <laughs> it's the players' lounge. As we all know, heck, but these two players hey, treat us like, like they, like we in the locker, we get hazed. I ain't got nothing to say. First two, so, man. I know. Low time. Right he got him tired, right? Look at the late game. I ain't got nothing to say. Yeah. Who you been hanging around? That's what I'm so, saying. So, no, it's all about getting hazed on this show. Okay? Boy, fresh. He went that Google uh, sneakerhead. You know, I, I mean, I, I hazed so Heckman, I even saw my old shoes, and he crack on. Mm. The one, you, know, you ain't seen the, the Brahmas? I don't have to. I yeah. Yeah. You got to say Brahma Bulls. Like. It's like L.A. Gears and then Brahmas. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I think you'll have to slide Brooks in there. Oh, Brooks. 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 Dominique Wilkins had Dominique Brooks. and James Ward. Okay, come on, okay, man. see, see, heck oh, it You all weren't even born that time. <laughs> okay, players, line. let's start right off the bat with Zach Martin back in the mm. building. The way everyone talked about him being back, Tam Steele said Matt hugged him, didn't want to let him go. Mike McCarty <laughs> said they give high fives all in the room and they cheered. <laughs> My immediate thought process was, you Josh Ball, man. I got to make you feel real. <laughs> this ain't the first time, though. This ain't, this ain't the first time. I mean, Josh Ball, everybody, hey, he's back, oh, gosh. This thing is Don't get hugging him, man. Don't let him go. Mm, Love mm, you, man. Mm. I mean, that just tells you, to me, because that's the one thing I learned from Jason Gare, is what they don't say, what coaches and people are not saying that <clears> you <throat> pay attention to. The so, fact that they hugged this man, we're so glad he's back, tells me that mm. what they were seeing was a concern that they weren't really telling us they was concerned. So one thing he learned from Jason Gear, I'm going to start with that part, okay? He always got to throw a little slug, and then he learned one thing from the guy. But I'm, I'm going to give Josh Ball, a, a, I want him to feel okay about what's happening, okay? Because I think half of it is, yeah, we saw we saw what, what happened in that game and how we struggled with our offensive line. And if we want to be the team that we expect to be, then we need Zach Martin to be there. The second part is, your teammates and your people are happy for you, man. He got what he what he uh, what he asked for, mm-hmm, right? I, mm-hmm. I know the, the coaches in the locker room and the players in the locker room are saying that man is worth every dollar, probably more than what he got. So then when he gets paid, everybody's like, oh, man, I'm happy for you, right? Because that's the type of team that they have at the moment where I'm happy for your success. So I think it's 50-50 <laughs> where guys are like, hey, man, Zach got paid, and, and, and that's good for all of us. And the second one is like, listen, if we want anything to happen on offense, we need something. We need something. Because what they know is – Tyron Smith might not, you know, be healthy. They ain't gonna make they 16 know, or 17. Yeah, you know, you, you got you, I, that, that's what they know. 
I'm in agreement with you. I think, you know, it's more about Zach Martin getting his payday and the players kind of rejoicing, saying, hey, we, we kind of won that battle. We won that battle. We got our man back, the captain back. And even though, you know, Josh Ball, his play hasn't been up to par, you know, you rarely see guys out there. Not, I'm not saying praying on a downfall, but just like, man, we got to – they're ready to help a guy out rather than kind of pile on him. So I think it was more about Zach Martin's um, deal getting done and everybody happy for the uh, Hall of Famer to be back. Yeah, I told you all from the beginning that I was shocked that Zach Martin was holding out. If you would have gave me a list of names back in the spring on somebody holding out, it wouldn't have been Zach Martin. And I was just I was shocked by it, especially knowing that he's facing a franchise royalty uh, mm -hmm. around him, around here. But I was equally surprised that there were some people talking about Get rid of him. Trade him. There's no leverage. All those. Oh, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I was equally surprised by that crowd of people that wasn't an integral part to that offensive line. Because if you're going to have any success, I mean, you think about the this season. And if this offensive line is it's going to have any success. It's going to be surrounded by Zach Martin. Tying that tackle, Steele, Yadish together on that right side. Because I believe we're more worried about Steele coming back from the injury and also you got Tyler. Yeah, I'm about to say. Now we're going to no, no, miss over that. I saw uh, how you no, were looking at Left side. <laughs> but, but, we, we, but, we saw left side. That's what yeah, I know. But I was I'm literally shocked by that. But I think the coaches are celebrating because that's job security. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's nice. No matter what you're trying to say about Josh Ball, and, and again, those reps that he was getting was probably good for him in case somebody goes down, but there's no way that Mike McCarthy wanted to start the season with Josh Ball as his Hold on, and, and piggybacking off what you just said, yeah, if I'm a new offensive line coach <laughs> and I'm here and I thought that I was going to have a Zach Martin playing for me, and then all of a sudden it's like, well, he <laughs> might not be. <laughs> I'm, 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 and that's no shot at, uh, that's no shot at Josh Ball. That's, <laughs> hey, man, I expect to have the best. When you talk about a Hall of Fame caliber type player, yeah. then, yes, you expect to have him because you in a new role at this point, right? Mm -hmm. So everything is on. We saw what happened to Nola. All right, yes. get to get you up out of here. Get you up out of here. Players don't play right, all right? So I know they're ecstatic to have Zach Martin back. So are we. So yeah. you, as players, <laughs> what happens? <laughs> you know, how, how, what's the feeling like when you go out there for that? All right, you know, all right, one's up, one's up. And, and you know, your ball, you've been ones, and now you got to just stand. <laughs> you stand, and here comes Zach, and then that you know crowd out there going cheer, and cheer everybody. You know, how, how, what's that feeling like when you know you're no, it, it happened slide to me. down the bench? It, it definitely happened to me. It was the year I think it was uh, our second year going in. I think Simpson Ball was holding out, and we didn't have another like free safety out there. So I think it was just me and Allen Ball, um, or somebody, it was me and somebody else for the first like two weeks of camp in San Antonio. And then you know G ended his holdout. They paid him a little bit of money, and then we got Abe. Remember mm -hmm. Abe Elam came in there and we had a meeting at the back of the practice one day because I was hot all practice but I was playing well with the ones and then coach Maxey came over hey you know I don't want to say here nothing I don't want to say nothing but these are my two starting safeties for the entire season the rest of y'all get in place and I just sat there like man that's that's how we feel today we just <laughs> I, I thought I was playing but just like that I was with the twos and, and, and rolling that way but uh ended up working out for me but man I was tough it was tough now, to hear now a little different though because he's sitting behind a hall of fame guy yeah that's, <laughs> so, that's true so that's true. I'm looking at saying, okay and it's not like he Facts. was like he, he had been out or he was hurt or something there always had to be an assumption in your mind that this guy could come back and there will be that feeling mm. I'm telling you something 
Josh Ball probably happy Zach Martin back. All right, but what, yeah. but what we saying over here? He probably like, ooh, we man, like, I need the guy. You know, give me a few more, <laughs> few more years so I can learn from him. You know, what I'm saying take some of those pointers from him. But I'm sure there is some there there is some feeling of like relief from Josh Ball after after what happened in that he game. Like you, you, I was hot. No. No. That's why I, I don't believe. Like I understand like that next man up mentality. People say it. It's kind of become cliche, but it can't be real, especially when you have a first ballot Hall of Famer in front of you. I mean, mm-hmm. come on, man. How do you measure up? To Zach Martin, so I'm just man. I'm glad he signed. Glad we getting ready to roll. <laughs> if you sit by Airy, you you would have been mad then. No, no, I, <laughs> I was sick over there. I was playing all practice. I'm getting all types of accolades, and next thing you know, he's just like, hey, these are my two safeties. The rest of y'all can go you over there. Yeah, go that way somewhere. And I was like, dang, yeah, that's how it is. And they was out of here the next year. And you were starting. This so is true. We'll this this is true. Like, Max, he looking like, that's uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody looked at me. What you what you think about that church? Feeling it. Feeling it. <laughs> These guys are stuck. <laughs> okay? Good. Are we, are we good? Are we good? Pumped? Am I good? Okay. Oh, let's go, let's go practice. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, I was sick. <laughs> I was sick. That was the beginning of camp, too. So the rest of camp, oh, I was sick. All right, so this one's for you, Heck. I was driving in. Okay. I was driving in. I was listening to Sirius Radio. We were talking about the... Uh, not serious, I was actually listening to Mike Lombardi's uh, the GM Shuffle, okay. and he was talking about blue chip players, and he, and he talked about the defensive line of Philadelphia. And at the center, Kelsey was speaking about those two young Georgia Bulldogs that they drafted. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, Kelsey was saying how already at practice, he and the guard are having to team up to deal with, deal with Davis. And that just made me think about, okay, you know, Cowboys got to play him twice a year. With Zach Martin, if they decide to put one of them over there, Zach has that ability to play one-on-one, but then somebody else may have to work with Biotis maybe on the left side. But just, just that ability that you start trying to, trying to win the division, you got to deal with these guys if they're able to be the players that people think they are. They still got to show it. They were mm-hmm. drafted high, but they got to show it. Thoughts? Yeah, a lot of people walked off studio sets when Jalen Carter was taken to, mm-hmm. to, to, the, to Philadelphia. I mean, I believe that's the strength, has been the strength of their team mm-hmm. for a very long time. Our offensive line had to be shored up if you're going to go against that Philadelphia squad. And we know what the commanders have. They've had a great defensive line for a very long time. So, you know, it doesn't surprise me that Kelsey will say that he's hard to deal with. He's been hard to deal with probably his whole life. So... Uh, this is important for us, uh, but that, that Philadelphia defense line, Philadelphia defensively with Slay and everything that they have, it's scary. As much as we are talking about our defense, as much as we're talking about how this Cowboy defense with Mike, Michael Parsons, all that, man, Philadelphia still has a bona fide defense, even with all the pieces that they lost in free agency. Yeah, I, you know what? As you say that, we have not talked about Tyler Smith much. And, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I, and, we're talking about Zach Martin coming over and sharing up the right side and helping out the center and the tackle and the tackle on that side. Do we still feel the same? Well, do we feel the same going into our second year with Tyler Smith playing mostly left guard that we're, we're going to be we're going to be good on that side to where he he can take the one on ones but also help inside and outside? Is that is that what you saw while you were at camp, guys? You know how someone's so good, you just you, you know, and they're just doing their job. Mm. You ain't worried about it. Now you th- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's just getting it done. Um, I go back to Greg Ellis, and one thing that Mike Zimmer said about Greg says, you know, as a coach, I never have to worry about him. Mm. He's just going. He's just going to come here. He's going to perform. Greg Ellis just did his job. You need to worry about Greg Ellis. I'm feeling that same way about Tyler Smith. Okay. Job's just going to get done. Uh, the young man has been everything that you wanted. I go back to something else that, that Jason Gary's talking about. 
character, the right kind of guy. Tyler Smith's the right kind of guy, and he fits in line with the kind of standard that Zach Martin and, and Tyron Smith have set around here for the offensive lineman. They should feel very good. Oh, I'm going to go out right here. Okay. I'm going to double down. It's going to be a three. Uh, I'm doubling down. You got two Whoa. things. Doubling down. Okay. Second contract. Second contract. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah, for He's one for one. I'm putting my sandwich on it right now. That's your sandwich. <laughs> just I thought you bought a tasty cake in here, man. I was like, nah, he, he trying me to no, do it. No, no, I'm putting the sandwich down right here. Circumstances are different, but yes, okay, I, and I agree. Uh, yeah, I'm putting yeah, I agree a second contract for, for Tyler. For, for, for Tyler. He's, he's just the right kind of guy and he fits in that room and when the guy comes in and says I want to learn from a Zach Martin I want to learn from Smith and he knew who Larry Allen was right kind of guy so so when you talk about what have you seen in camp you just seen the guy who's just getting it done steady Greg Ellis you don't have to worry about you don't have to worry about Smith and if he has to go out to the left I'm not worried. He'll be able to go out there and get the job. Well, let me ask you a question since you were over at, at camp. You know, outside of, you know, Zach Morton, you know, Tyler and Tyron, what's the rest of that depth on the offensive line look like? You know, will, will Les go there? Mm-hmm. It's just, is it young? Just young and inexperienced right They're now? They're young. And, yeah. that's, and that's, and this is the part that fans don't always want to hear. Some guys got to learn. Tyler Smith came in here, and this is kind of the beauty of him coming from Tulsa with everybody who had, man, he had the most penalties, he played. That guy came in and just got it done. Some people, like Terrence Steele, needed mm-hmm. a year yeah. to get it and figure it out. Well, let's go. Remember, got the, had the shoulder issue last year and basically shut him down. So this is some of the first real good reps, full training camp he's had. He's had some moments where, yeah, okay, Austin Richards, they just drafted out of North Carolina. They're having to learn. Okay. We wish everybody just got. Even Mozzie Smith. You know, you heard him talk about it after the first game. He's doing some things good. Sometimes he looks like a rookie. Some guys take a little bit. Okay. So they've invested in them. They're going to give them reps and opportunities. Seattle's big this week. It's huge. It's, it's big this week. And, and you know, I, that was something I, I put in the group. You know, group text here. Um, sorry. <laughs> Glad you called me. <laughs> and whatever responses you guys had, I didn't get. I didn't see that oh, me. I, so, I, so, so. I looked at my phone. I just saw a whole bunch of messages. <laughs> go ahead, dude. <laughs> I raise it. Who, who needs to be good? Who, who needs a good week this week? You know, who needs something good? Look, well, let's go on make this team. Yeah. Okay? <clears throat> you know, he's going to make this team. But, yes, some guys that, that you may need in week 12, 14, or whatever, if some injuries happen, Matt Willetsko, Josh Ball, Matt Farnia, you do want to see more. So, for me, the offensive line as a whole needs a bounce back okay. uh, against Seattle where we've got a little more confidence in them. But Mike McCarthy has talked about these guys being young and giving them reps. And that's, to me, that's, I will believe Mike McCarthy on that and buy into it because I do believe since he's been here, you've seen young players develop and make contributions. Because in a 17-game season, you're going to need some dudes who we know who are at the yeah. bottom 20% of the roster make some contribution at some point. No, I'm, I'm with you, and especially on Awesome Richards. He had, I believe, 59 snaps. They weren't all all good, but he's a rookie. His first time, first experience. Uh, but some of those other positions, again, man, we just, as far as the guard, we know we're going to need some guys to come and fill in. You know we're it. not, you know, we're not going <laughs> to be able to just pick off of squads. If you look all around the NFL right now, I think you would say that offensive line is a weakness on a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. I know we were looking at the, 
at the uh, the show HBO show for the Jets yesterday. Hard knocks. Hard knocks. They're Ooh. talking about that offensive line, and, and with all the promise and all the buildup for the Jets that people have, their offensive line could actually be their undoing. And yeah. so that's why games like this, we talk about Seattle and seeing our backups, man, really important, especially for Walesco, Ball, and Richards. Which so Seattle, I said offensive line. Start with you, Church. Who needs to be good in Seattle? Who needs who needs to trend up after we just saw the Jaguars? Okay, I'm not gonna necessarily. He needs to have like an outstanding game. I just think he needs to continue on the tr- on the path he's been on, which consistency has been an issue in the past. And that's Jalen Tolbert. I mean, so far we've seen this guy have a tremendous camp. He went out there and, like you said, the camp you know transitioned into the to the on the field play, and he had a great preseason game. So for me to have him sincerely just lock up that fourth overall receiver spot, I think he's gonna have to be a little bit more consistent and just show us. This game, maybe two or three. Just do it one more time. One more time, and I'm sold. That's it. Just give me one more time. Fair. That, that he can go out there and get the job done. Fair. Danny, Danny who's your guy? Because I don't want to take your guy. <laughs> You're not going to take my guy. I'm going to have somebody continue going up, all right? And, and that's going to put somebody else at risk. But Deuce Vaughn, okay? Mm. Because we don't want him to be just a flash guy. I've been seeing more and more of Deuce Vaughn, more videos of him, because now people are really paying attention to mm. him and knowing what he can actually do on the field. I want to see him get more this game. I want to see him get more. And then I also want to see him in the return game. I want to see see them kick a ball to him, give him a kickoff return, give him a punt return, see if he can also do that. And then that's going to make it a tough decision for Turpin and then uh, Deuce Vaughn. Because you sent us the clip of Turpin in the backfield. And what we say, two guys doing the same thing. Can't do it. It's not enough snaps out there Mm -hmm. for you to do that. All right? So that's what I want to see. Hey, man, Deuce Vaughn, can we get another week of that? Just like Jalen Tober, Mm -hmm. can we get another one of those to where people say, it's over, it's done. You you're in, you and we're going to make sure we carve out, you know, 10, 15% <laughs> of the place for right. you because ain't exactly. no way we can keep you off the field. Right. Now, are we stand on, on offense. No, it's wherever you want to go. Okay. Um, now, I'm going to tell you, I, I'm going to go right back with Jabril Cox, and I, I didn't want to take your guy. No, I'm Damone Clark, baby. More than a son of I'm going to LSU. It's all right. Well, look. To, I don't know him. I'm going to take two guys. Two guys. I'm going to go Jabril Cox, one. Uh, obviously, with him being uh, injured, wanting to see him have a bounce back. He's so much problems coming out of the draft. And now, mm-hmm. man, I don't like some of the things that I was seeing. And I'm thinking it's, it's a byproduct of him trying to get over the injury. But also, Marquise Bell, I want to see him play because as good as he played last week, that consistency, I think that's adding a lot of pressure hmm. with Dan Quinn and what he's thinking about J.K., especially the way that Marquise Bell is playing. Love it, because this is why when you don't see the starters, you should continue to keep watching. Mm. This, this is where a football team, in my opinion, is really made. It's going to be some of these guys on that back end. I'm sorry. I'm going to disagree with you all day long. Oh, yeah, I know. We're going to battle. You guys are players. You guys are, you guys are players, and, and yes, <clears throat> Deuce Vaughn is making this team, and Kevontae Turpin is making this team. Mm-hmm. And I know the old adage, my, my, my good buddy Delator McNeil, Hall of Fame speaker, says if two of us are the same, one of us is not needed. Yeah. And that's usually correct. But in but. this case, they are both going to make this team. You are not going to get rid of a guy who made the Pro Bowl as a returner. I'm sorry. It's not happening. <sighs> Turp is here. Uh, Vaughn is here. Uh, uh, that, means, that means somebody else, like your boy Simi, Simi Fehoko, Somebody else who can get cut, and you can say, we'll bring him back on the practice squad. But if you let either, 
either one of these guys hits the waiver wire, they're gone. They're not going to be Cowboys this year, so they're both making a 53. In my if, opinion. if Deuce Vaughn can return punts, it's a wrap. <laughs> <It's a rap. laughs> he could beat Darius Rose out there. Why do you need? Why do you need Turpin back there if Deuce Vaughn can do them both? Because Turp can take it to the house. No, that's, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying if Deuce Vaughn. First, how many times he took to the house last year? Twice. <laughs> Where? What are you talking about? He you did, just asked. He he That's how he made the team. No, he, I'm, he, he, made he, team. Didn't, he didn't score a touchdown mm-hmm. on, on a special team. Brother was tired. Yeah, somebody. Didn't Calvin Joseph get in the way or did something? This is what I know. If Deuce Vaughn can go out there and almost, you know what I'm saying, or be productive, the thing this is. This is the thing about special teams. What happens is those flash plays get you, right, mm-hmm. to where you say, okay, he got two touchdowns, he's a home run threat. What special team coaches are really looking for is an additional first down. Can Deuce Vaughn average 10 yards per return? Can you do that? Can you average uh, a starting point of, of the 30-yard line on kickoff return? Right. That is what makes you a difference maker, mm-hmm. not the fact that you just, you know, every once in a while you can score a touchdown, but if you could consistently do that, hey, man, you got one less first down to get uh, when you get the ball on offense, that's when you know, hey, man, that's, that, that's a guy we want to have back there. Let's take a break, our first break. I, I, I have something that I wanted to just throw at to what you just said. I'm just going to throw this in here, and everybody respond. Because it's just a small thing, but I think a big thing. Okay? We'll do that next right here on the Players Lounge brought to you by Tostitos on DallasCowboys.com radio. Want to use the Cowboys locker room's favorite products? Check out the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Playmaker, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The Playmaker includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word cowboys. The Jack Black Playmaker, 10 bucks, free shipping. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. Hi, I'm Danny McRae, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of you and everyone else absolutely loving new smoothie bowls from Smoothie King. And woo, me too. These smoothie bowls start with acai and pataya and are handcrafted with fresh toppings like sliced bananas, sweet berries, crunchy purely Elizabeth granola, and a savory peanut butter drizzle. New smoothie bowls, only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages, with pre-game sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel, attend the best tailgate party in Texas, tour the star, and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls? With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Back to the Players' Lounge. You right 
Come watch the Dallas Cowboys practice at the Star Frisco during training camp presented by American Airlines. Free open practices will take place at four centers starting with Cowboys night on August 22nd and run through the 24th. For more information, visit DallasCowboys.com slash training camp. Thank you, Heckman Harrison, Barry Church, former Cowboys safety, Danny McCray, former Cowboys safety. I'm merely <clears> Louis <throat> Scruggs. So, back to Kevontae Turpin making the team and Deuce Vaughn. So, how much has former players and guys who know what special teams coaches want, how much capital does Turpin have because he's done it for a full year and he's made a Pro Bowl? He has some. He has some capital. He did make the Pro Bowl. Um, I think it comes to the point of like, how reliable are you? One. Okay, what we saw was a fumble. No matter if you say somebody else was friendly fire, we saw a fumble in the first preseason game. And you have a guy who's actually pushing Kevontae Turpin. <laughs> they brought Kevontae <laughs> Turpin in because we didn't have anybody. <laughs> like, they were on the search. Like, hey, man, who's going to be our returner? We need to find somebody who could be a difference maker back there. Now somebody is pushing him. Somebody who they obviously want to be on this roster and they want to carve out a role for. So you say, okay, we give him eight snaps on, uh, on offense a game. Is that all he's going to do while he's, on, uh, while he's out there? Are we going to give him an opportunity since we know that he's dynamic, he's shifty, he makes people miss? You want to play PP? <laughs> or you want him to go out there and be a punt returner and a kickoff returner? I'm looking at a guy saying, hey, man, he's probably fossils back there. Like, you know what? If, if this guy gets the ball in his hands, nobody can see him. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he's going to run 30 or 40. And I'm, I'm looking at that and saying. <coughs> Terp's small, too. Huh? Terp's small, too. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. But who are they talking about right now? Deuce Vaughn. They th <laughs> that's all you're talking about. Because how, how can we get the guy on the field? And Vaughn, you're talking about a guy in the running back position. What we saw was at the running back position. Yeah, and they put him back there, but they just weren't able to, you know, get him any catches. But they're going to give him an opportunity again to see what he can do. And I'm telling you, if he goes out there and he lights it up, there's going to be a conversation about what to do with uh, Kevontae Turpin. Yeah, I, look, he has a little bit of leeway because, I mean, Pro Bowl is a Pro Bowl. You, you did your thing. All the players and coaches around the league voted you in there. So he has a little bit of leeway. And I think that's why you see McCarthy putting him in that wide receiver, putting him in at the running back position, giving him every opportunity to show that he's more than just a return guy out there. But to me, they're just too similar. And if you had a guy like Dwayne Harris, if Turpin was kind of like Dwayne Harris mm -hmm. where he could return kicks for touchdowns as well as cover on kickoff and punt, I would say that man is – you can't replace him. He, he's got to make the squad. But Turp doesn't do that. You know, he returns kicks, and, and that's it. And that's really it. And he's a gadget guy. That's the same thing as Deuce Vaughn. He's going to return kicks and be a gadget guy. I can't see neither one of those guys being at the five on kickoff or being at two on kickoff or running down being a gunner making a tackle out there. I just can't see that. So when you have those two that are that similar, like you said, one got to go. Yeah, I, I just, you know, I think for you guys, it's a, a conventional wisdom approach to football, which y'all know. Y'all know all 49 spots are important, especially on game day, and you can't give a jersey to a guy that's not going to be able to get out there and contribute. That's the, that's the whole, I guess, the, the pickle with these two individuals because both of them, you look at them as specialty, gadget players. Can you keep both of them? To me, Kevontae Turpin is maybe playing himself out of his position. We've seen coaches win coach of the year and get fired. <laughs> you know, so this, let's, not, let's, not, let's not act like, you know, you can't go from having a Pro Bowl to being up out of here. Preach! And there are things like this that are starting to happen oh. to Kevontae Turpin oh. that I think, especially when you have a Deuce Vaughn breathing down your neck, Dude, it makes your job that much more difficult and you get the news that he's not returning any more kicks in the preseason. That's how you made the team. Yeah. So if you have Deuce Vaughn go out there and then return a few, back to what you said, the conversation that happens in the back room, like, why do we need both of these guys? But look, I'm on 
for your point, I'm going to say this. Here's the deal. It, maybe in the NFL 10 years ago, you couldn't have two smallest guys like that play. But in this new age NFL, I think you may be able to get away with it. So let me just go, go with this. Yeah, go ahead. If you I'm listen crazy. to everybody. Go ahead, please. But I'm crazy. Terp says, goes back to doing what he did last year. Okay, just mainly doing punt returns and mm-hmm. that. Okay. <clears throat> Vaughn makes a team where you have Pollard. Zeke is gone. You can have Vaughn right there, and you get another running back. So you got three backs. Is where is the issue there? If he's not technically just just saying you the roster spot that belongs to Zeke, the he that okay we got Vaughn taking that, mm-hmm. and then that gives you a third running back. Be it Davis, Rico Dattle. They go, you they, good, right? You must be having some tight ends in that backfield blocking so, at some yeah. time. Because right now you got two out of three guys who I don't believe if it, who can hold up in pass protection. You guys remember the Fiesta Bowl first play Michigan ran? It was like a 67-yard run by the, the running back on TCU. Lead mm-hmm. blocker in backfield was Schoonmaker. Okay. So what you're saying, saying I'm Jake. Okay. You, you, okay. You, you have to plan on, but not just on running play. You have to have them back there and know that, <laughs> hey, man, the tight ends back there lined up next to uh, next to deck. It's about to be a pass. pass. <laughs> yeah. And that's when <laughs> like they're, 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 the defense coordinator is saying, okay, this is what we're running when, when, uh, when, they, when they come in with this, whatever personnel they call it. Because <laughs> this is going to be something shoemaker. And, and, and look, man, I – the pet, I'm the positive person. He got to be the pessimistic person. Mm-hmm. Show, right? <laughs> and, and, and I know that when, even when we talk about Deuce Vaughn, you're not completely sold on him. Like, nah, the, the, not yet. No, okay. Not so yet. I, I, I'm, 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 I agree with you, literally, because when I look at Pollard, uh, Dowdle, Davis, uh, Jones, and together, I'm saying, is that enough? Because, I mean, you may end up using all of those guys as you go through the season, especially with the wear and tear. We haven't seen Tony Pollard play a complete season as the bell cow guy. You know, can he be that tough inside runner? And we're asking a guy in Deuce Vaughn that we've never seen do it, say that he's just going to chill as RB3 for or whatever, uh, or we're going to tip our hand on plays because we don't expect for him on third down to chip a, a defensive mm-hmm. end or take on a linebacker. Then, like you were about to say, defensive coordinators are going to be like, oh, okay, we know what you can and you can't do, and no offensive coordinator, especially Mike McCarthy, is going to give those clues like that. How many running backs do you keep, three or four? You got to keep three. You got you got Maybe not all three dress every single game, but – you got to keep three. You got to have three. You got to. Is Rojo making a roster? Ooh. Is that to me? <laughs> <laughs> Is Rojo making a roster? Give me your three. My uh, TP, Dowell. Okay. As of right now, I got to be Deuce. Okay. And I and I agree. I agree. And then you figure out what you got with Rojo after that. Yeah. Yeah. He's suspended. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I almost back that. I mean, the same 23 Regal Dowell, I would definitely go with him and Tony Pollard. Okay, yeah. so so everybody's in agreement here. If we're writing down three right now before the Seattle game, TP, Rico Dottle, Deuce. So we know Deuce, uh, Zeke, uh, was it? Zeke ain't coming back. No, number yeah. 15. Yeah, he is coming back to AT&T Stadium <laughs> with the Patriots. I can't wait, <laughs> I can't wait for that. <laughs> with, with the Patriots wearing number 15. Mm. Good for him. $1 million signing bonus, $3 million um, base with, with incentives up to $6 million. How would that make you feel, man? You know, I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him getting to play, having another opportunity. But I reserve 
you know, hope that he would come back here. I, w I was thinking that maybe through camp they'd be like, look, really? this ain't a... Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Because we don't have a... Look. That's hopium. Yeah, that is. That's hopium. Put it in there. Because, Suki, if you believe, if you believe right now that this is enough to get it done, it, 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 it's not. We, we, we look at the defenses that we're going up against. We Tony Pollard is an unproven running back. I don't care what you say. He had Zeke in front of him. He ran for, what, 1,007 yards mm -hmm. last year? It, maybe Mike McCarthy has a different offensive scheme that we don't know about, but if you're going out there with unproven Rico Dattle as well and Deuce Vaughn that we're just saying is enigmatic in the energy that he bought for his first preseason game, we're in trouble. You, you're going to be upset, me when, upset with me when I say this, okay? But I'm just – go back to the Philadelphia Eagles and how their running back situation was right. set up with Miles Sanders as being the guy. And then you had – was it uh, Gainwell? Boston it, Scott. Uh, Boston Scott. You had to go, those guys come in and split the uh, split the carriage yeah, with them. Yeah. I think you'll see something similar to that where you know Tony Pollard's the guy, all right? But then you also have some difference makers back there as well who can come in and spell them whenever they need to. I think you'll see that same type of system. Kansas City running back situation, Green Bay running back situation, it's very few bell cows. Even Cleveland with, with Nick Chubb, who, who's outstanding. Mm -hmm. they, they had Kareem Hunt. Hunt's gone now, but but look at the names you're throwing out. You're throwing out names of guys that are proven that you've seen them do it. We ha only thing that we've seen from Tony Pollard is coming in after uh, Zeke has already massaged the defense down, <laughs> and then he gets the benefit of that. I mean, but, come but, on, bro. Let's, okay, let's so, be real about this. So change your boot, pace, yeah. All right, so, so, I, I disagree. Yeah. San Francisco showed a little different. Okay, all right. They was rolling at the beginning. Tony Pollard goes out. There ain't no massage or nothing. Zeke wasn't massaging no defense. We wasn't moving the ball at all. So Davis had a nice. He had a couple. Yeah. Of so I mean, I think, I think, I, I think he'll be better. I think Mike McCarthy calling the plays is going to be great for us because he's going to draw up some plays for my man Tony Pollard. The ones that work for him versus just in between the tackles. It's going to be stuff that that, that, that suits his uh, talent. All right, let's take our second break here. I'm going to let you marinate on what my man just said right here. <laughs> about the play caller here. This play is like brought to you by Tostitos right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. Wow. Hi, I'm Danny McCray, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of you and everyone else absolutely loving new smoothie bowls from Smoothie King. And woo, me too. These smoothie bowls start with acai and pataya and are handcrafted with fresh toppings like sliced bananas, sweet berries, crunchy purely Elizabeth granola, and a savory peanut butter drizzle. New smoothie bowls, only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Want to use the Cowboys locker room's favorite products? Check out the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Playmaker, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The Playmaker includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word cowboys. The Jack Black Playmaker, 10 bucks, free shipping. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages, 
with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel? Attend the best tailgate party in Texas? Tour the star and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls? With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Back to the Players' Lounge. Do you eat, sleep, and breathe Dallas Cowboys football? Tell us how you spice up the game for a chance to be named 2023 Cowboys Fan of the Year, presented by Captain Morgan, and win exclusive prizes, plus a trip to Super Bowl 58. Nominate yourself or another today at DallasCowboys.com slash Fan of the Year. Heckma Harrison, thank you very much. Barry Church, former Cowboy Safety, Dan McCray, former Cowboy Safety, Nui Scruggs. So, Brandon Aubrey is another guy that I'm going to be paying attention to in the Seattle game because he is the kicker and there's mm. no other kicker on the roster. Oh, so at training camp yesterday, reports coming that they ran the thunder play. Time's running out, going down the field. All right, boom, clock it, set it up, get on the field. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, boom. They put the ball down, 39-yard field goal, good by Brandon Aubrey. I like those situations yeah. because clearly you, you all know they happen in a game. I need to see him against Seattle trend forward because at what point in time, Heckman Harrison, do you say it's decision time? Right now. Um, right now. We need to get another kicker in and put a fire under Brandon Aubrey, especially since we have preseason games. He needs some more competition. I mean, if, look, I'm going to say this. I love his story. It's great. If he ends up being the Cowboy kicker and, who knows, go far in the super, to the Super Bowl, Brandon Aubrey's story is going to be amazing. It's a guy that wasn't, didn't even play college. Uh, he wasn't a kicker in college. Or high school. Or high school. And he comes in because of his soccer career and gets an audition for Birmingham, wins some championships, and gets an opportunity to come on that's Pixar entertainment kind of stuff right there he kicks a game winner I mean that's that's pretty uh that's pretty good stuff but man it's just the inconsistency seeing him miss that extra point in the game I was like I'm done I'm finished I can't do this no more I'm yeah, done. He, he needs all the competition. I didn't know that was his story, but if you told me that that, that <laughs> yes. limited amount of time he's been kicking the football, nah, he needs all the competition. <laughs> ain't, ain't nothing sewn up about this kicking Come job on, right man. now. He needs all the exercise. He, he was a soccer player. Man, he's from Plano. He was a soccer player, so he hasn't played football since middle school because he was a great mm-hmm. soccer player. Ended up signing with Notre Dame. Won a national championship there, was a first-round pick in the MLS draft, played for Toronto, didn't work out. And he's watching TV one day, and his wife's like, you know, you could, you could kind of do that. And so he got a coach, learned how to become a field goal kicker. Nah. Then he ends up <laughs> Birmingham Stallions. Oh. Goes back to the Birmingham Stallions. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, what you up, man? No, I don't know. Let me tell you, Pixar Entertainment presents Brandon Aubrey. Man, that boy's heart going to be beating out of his chest on that first regular season. He, I, he needs all the work. He needs all the work. Man. I hope it's just nobody else out there at the moment. Because I, I, I know we got I, I already know that Will McClay and them are on the wire right now yes. looking, for, looking for somebody who's worth bringing in versus just another guy just because you want to put some competition behind him. Right now, they're looking for somebody who is a consistent kicker. Yeah. Um, you know, we did miss our chance on a few guys, but... Robbie Goldstein. Mm. He's still on there? Yeah, he's still on there. So, so, so... Positive heck. Yeah. If he, na- if he nails field goals and makes extra points this weekend, what would that do for you? I, and it would definitely give him a leg up. Okay. <laughs> 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 
I'm here all day, ladies and gentlemen. I think all of those things are positive. I'm still in the mode of where we left off last season, where we were missing extra points. Was it the Tampa Bay? Was the playoff mm, game? I mean, yeah. we could not get right. And that has been a bugaboo since... Since when? Since which kicker did? Was it the, the Okie State guy? Dan Bailey. Dan Bailey, Dan Bailey is the last It started kicker. with him. It started with him, <laughs> and it just it has snowballed since then, and, I, and I, I don't like that effect that it's having on our team where no one has any confidence anymore in the place kicker. You know what's crazy about that? Before Dan Bailey got here, we was in the same situation. We had one consistent kicker I mean, oh, was, since we were here. It was, yeah. it was Bueller. Bueller. Oh, before that. Yeah. Then we had, like, Jay Feely and somebody coming up. No, no, you had Nick uh, Folk. Nick Folk made the Nick Pro Bowl. Nick Folk. Nick Folk. Nick Folk. Wait, Nah, when not, when, not when we was 2010. Yeah, it was that was the And then Bailey came. And then Bailey came. was not good. No, no, no. And then Bailey came, but that was the only consistent since 2010 was Dan Bailey. He had a run, too. Bailey had a run, man. He was on it. But you are always reminding us of the margin of victory in the NFL. You are good. When you want to prove a point, you always talk about that margin of victory. So you shouldn't be comfortable with this. I merely said, with Calvin Watkins, I said it, he deserves the opportunity to fail. I'll put you on that. And that's what this game, you had that game, it comes one more time. Okay, it's like what my man, you guys don't remember this. So my man Billy said that a kid in Purple Rain. It's Maybe good else, you know, so that's it. Then so, make it happen. Right, so Seattle, he make, don't don't miss it. Make it. That's it. To me, this is if you, Seattle is that this this is the time. Okay? Practice, you know, four for four. Yesterday, he's building, stacking good days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> you know, but, but I'm like, but on the fight shirt. The one thing I learned, he saw he saw he back in 2010 right there. Okay. Why did it be okay. 2011? We give him 2011. Yeah, that's 2010. Yeah, yeah. 20, yeah, 20, <laughs> thank you, thank you. You're right. We did 2011 because you know they ain't having no stuff up at that time. Yeah, <laughs> So, so that's from you know that's what I believe. He deserved the opportunity to fail. And by the way, Brett Maher went up to Denver, missing kicks up there. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> that's supposed to be the best stadium for kickers. Yeah, it's, it's a wrap. Ain't nothing. Ain't nothing best right there in Denver right now. Right? They still trying to figure it out. There's something going on around up there in Mile High that they just they they, they figured out how to shake. Mm. So for me, that that's probably. Okay. I should probably put him number one in terms of who needs to be good in Seattle. It's your kicker, Brandon Harvey. Yeah. He, he needs he needs opportunities, and he needs to show show that he can get something done. Because after Seattle, you only have one more preseason game, and you know it'll be interesting. Too. So what do they consider? Since there's only three this year, what do they consider is that tune-up? You know how. Last, before when we were playing, we had four in that third one. It's got to be the two. Some of us or just the league. The, the league, yeah. Was, the league. Like, who's going? When is that? Where, where majority of the starters well, going to play? Some of them do that. Don't do that. Don't do some that. Some of us play. Because what you? You know I'm, what? This guy right uh, here. What you mean? You know. Trevor Lawrence played last week. Like some teams <laughs> have, have gone week one. <laughs> so Denver and Jacksonville both. They both were the mantra. Yeah, we're going to put our guys out here. This we're going to go to Kansas City. But that guy's right. But Andy did that. First game too, so everybody's got a different mantra. But this is going to be the dress rehearsal because that last one, nobody puts anybody out there. Yeah, nobody. It's yeah. too close to the season. Mm-hmm. You don't want to get anybody hurt. So this has got to be it for the technical. Like, hey, we've been holding out. You got to get him out here. Um, not so we'll going to surprise me that Mike McCarthy holds the starters out that well, they don't play. Dak's not playing. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's not going to happen. So. But but see, as long and here's a good thing: if Seattle puts some ones out here, like.
like Jacksonville put their ones out here and your backups there. Let's start to see what you got. Put Deuce out there with the ones. And then we can, you know, see what's, see what's Deuce, really going on. I wouldn't be surprised if you start this week. Dowdle? Yeah, I can see that. Uh, you know, I, I, I really want to see some more. Between, between Rico, Dowdle, and Malik Davis, I got to see. I, I need to see more. Because when Davis has had some opportunities, he's produced. I talked to Skippy P after the season, and he talked about Davis – has some really good – he has some good runs at times, but he would get down a little bit because, you know, he wasn't playing. Yeah. And and when you see your college teammates in Houston's out here balling, you're like, man, I can kind of do what he do. So – but, but I, I like Davis. I'm not ready to write him off yet. Dowdle and Davis are going to be pretty good to me. It's a good, good choice. And then they're going to see who who can you let go that you can get back on the play. I'm just saying, based on what you just said, he she, he might be down again. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> ain't nobody talking about – no, I'm just saying, when you talk – if, if, if that's how you feel when you're like, I'm not getting any plans, I'm not, get, I'm not getting my opportunity, and then you come out of week one, and ain't nobody talking yeah, about you, yeah. <laughs> and, and then you see more of uh, Deuce running with the ones, then you say, all right, well, we're going through the same thing again. And that, that type of thing worries me when, when you talk about somebody's mindset of like, do you start getting into that? Oh, it's going to happen again. It's the coaches. Yeah, it's or politics. <laughs> that's, that's one thing I regret, that I didn't get, get time to, to have, have a conversation with where his mindset's at. Because, you know, we saw Jalen Tolbert, you know, he, he had a mind, flipped it. So I didn't get that opportunity to talk to him. So when they come back, I'm going to make sure I do that. But these are the things I'm looking for in, in Seattle. You know, there's more of an opportunity to state your case. That's the beauty of these preseason games for guys who are, are trying to carve themselves a role and make the coaches say, huh, look at this, look at that. So this is a fun part of, of what we do, and we'll be able to come back and talk more about it. Do either of them play teams, special teams? Yeah, I'm going to play some stuff. Do either of them play? I can't be sitting. Uh, I, I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we, I don't remember seeing anyone of them play. I, 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 I don't know. Somebody going to yeah. go have to go volunteer. I, I can do it. I can yeah. do it. Well, you've been yeah. shooting shots since, uh, <laughs> since you was in Oxnard. He <laughs> ain't lit up. There's one thing consistent on the is battle. big shots you've been taking. Oh, right? man. What's that? What's that? Time is up, gentlemen. This, yeah. has been, this has been fun. It's been refreshing. Nui, you came in here fresh today. With yeah, you. man. I, yeah. Wanna, I, I, I want to end the show with how fresh you came. I've in. told yeah, my man. children how I get hazed on this show for footwear. <laughs> so when I saw the sale come through, I've been waiting to get these too. By the way, <laughs> wait. Things clean though. Yeah, wait for the. You on the sneakers app? He might be. You on the sneakers app? Got him. What is it? It's my purple. I tried to send him an email. Please let me know when you got the purples. I need them. Oh, man. And I got another pair apparently in the works. Everything got to coordinate. No, I know. It's probably saying you matching. I'm just saying you matching. I know I get judged on this show. Yes. Got that too. He fresh. He fresh out here, man. I'm going to call you your purpose. Yo, Hold up, man. Players on speed. Why am I giving out space? See how I get I take it. I, I have to take so I gotta give, give two. I love it. Harry Church, Heck Harris, <laughs> Danny McCram, New East Strokes for everyone here who makes this possible. We appreciate it. Oh, Players on by you by Tostitos on Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club.